0: You listen to 3Mob Radio.
1: The following recording has some audio issues. Do not adjust your sound. Hi, this is 3Mob Radio. The name is Laddie Quittedai. And of course, uh, I always love the theater. And getting to talk to one of my friends is always one of the things I enjoy doing. Now, Frank, my lover, you will know, is an actor playwright and a published poet. He's from Vlahwai, Zimbabwe, so don't introduce that too right. That's where I come from. And currently currently resides in Cape Town, in South Africa. He's currently doing French TV commercials uh, and also a trans- a translation and subtitling nine African languages, languages into English for television. When I look at that, I also wonder does he have time to actually go to the toilet? Because that seems like a lot of work. A movie is coming up this year and this play that is called Art of Facing Fear. Now, spoiler alert: uh, it's the um, it's it's essentially dystopian, and I've many things that, that I've got I've got to ask Frank. And I love dystopian as as a thing; it's just for me, and uh, my friends can attest to that. If you talk about H.U. World and all those other people, I don't want to spoil it too much. So I haven't gone into the play itself, so I have Frank to tell us about the innovation around this presentation. First of all, Frank, uh, welcome. Hello, how are you, Larry? It's yeah, you. Good to get to talk to you today. It's <laughs> uh, good to talk <laughs> to you. Now, this is theater done differently. Tell me how.
0: So usually, uh, when we talk theater, we're talking about a stage. We're talking lights. We're talking an audience. We're talking about the wings. Um, you know and actors coming on and off stage and backstage, you know, all of that makes theater, right? So um, this is different in the sense that we actually are all in our own individual homes on three different continents (laughs) and uh, performing in one play and the director sitting in Brazil. You've got actors from, uh, me from Zimbabwe, a few from South Africa, uh, some from uh, Senegal, Nigeria, Sweden, United Kingdom, Brazil, and Cape Verde. So that's that's like all the the different countries represented here. And we're all friends that are living in this new world as it were, 5,555 days into lockdown.
1: So, so, look, look uh, the only person who's having a good time this year is the Rona, okay? But I'm going to say this, uh, COVID-19 has sparked uh, some amazing innovations, hasn't it?
0: Yes, it has. It's got all of us suddenly baking cakes and thinking we're dancers. Uh, if you've seen me on, on Facebook, I'm suddenly singing stuff. I don't um, think I particularly have an exciting voice. But You've I'm loving pipes. it. I'm enjoying you exploring that pipes. side of myself. You know?
1: You've got the, <laughs> so, <laughs> Even the way you say, I mean, like actors generally can project very well and speak very well, so that should translate. Well, there's that.
0: Say. But but you know, we're uh, we're doing things that we never thought we would have the guts to do. So if uh-huh. Corona hadn't happened, I wouldn't have baked muffins. <laughs> I wouldn't have uh, started eating healthier or started singing for fun. <laughs> So, um, there's a lot that's, you know, that, that, that that it's done for us. And one of those things is teaching us to learn things anew. So I'm learning how to act for a tiny little camera screen on my phone, Mm -hmm. which I have to tell you is different from acting for a movie camera or a television camera or for an actual audience. And so how does this become theater, Mm -hmm. right? It becomes theater because it's, uh, even though you're doing it for a lens, the, the, the concepts and the style is essentially theater. Because, um, and, and now, I don't want to spoil it for a lot of people, but when you think, oh, it's a play, it's going to be on Zoom, they're probably just going to be sitting there and just talking, you're mistaken. It's got a soundtrack, it's, um, it's got special effects, it's got, um, like, amazing, amazing concepts. It's doing things that, you, you, you know, you never thought you could do with Zoom. So, um, for me, my character, essentially, I'm only working with my face. You don't see most parts of my body, but that's where the work is. So, it's now theater of the face, in my case. And we've got dancers in this show. The guy from Senegal is amazing, Diallo. He is uh, an amazing dad, so you get to see a whole lot more of him. But we all represent um, different things and different fears that people have. Um, so my character is actually not in Cape Town. He actually is in Zimbabwe. Yeah, and in Bulayo or uh, uh, somewhere else? He's in Bulayo. Um, <laughs> I cho- I chose for him to be in Bulayo. Uh, but he doesn't necessarily speak as in Debele because... Um he speaks Isindebele in some parts, but um he mostly speaks Shona because Isindebele is um, basically a dialect of isiZulu Zulu here in South Africa. So yeah. when I say when I say certain lines and the Zulu person and the Tosa person and the Swati person says them, it sounds like we're saying the same thing. Yeah. So uh we had to come up with with a way of me sounding like I'm not in South Africa.
1: But, so, <laughs> so I, was I had to... Your... So I was working on your Shona? Because I, I find it difficult, like, if I spend a lot of time without having a lot of people to talk. In effect, do you have a lot of people to practice, Shona, with there?
0: I do not. It's like, My way. That's my Shauna.
1: <laughs> so, but I mean, you, you've taken me further, and I'm I'm glad you did. Uh, w- w- mm-hmm. When this came along, I want to go to the moment when he, when some when uh, the director and uh, who is it that approached you first of all for this, and then when you were told about the lack of stages aspect of it, were you like, "Oh, goodness me, I'm not going to do this. No, no, I'm <laughs> going to do this. Fuck <laughs> me. You know me too well."
0: <laughs> so. Uh, Many years ago, when I, when I was in, still in Zimbabwe, I met this amazing woman, uh, Napo Mashiane. Napo is an amazing poet. She used to be um, oh, part of uh, a group of poets, you know, uh, your Lebo Masheales. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember all the other names, but Lebo being also a friend of mine, uh, she came to mind. Uh, but Nap- Napo was part of that, that group. Uh, it was a group called Fila Sister. Yeah, and Phyllis yeah. sister was this group of these powerful women. Oh, I and remember that. Anyway, she, yeah. So she was. So she was at Haifa, and she was sitting in the in the in the in the lobby, or should I say, in the foyer of the hotel, and um, she'd broken a statue, and we were you were you know, and I could see she was distraught. And so I was on the phone and I was speaking to one of my closer friends, a Zimbabwean closer woman. We were speaking closer and she thought I was South African. We started talking and she's like, oh, you're not from South Africa? No, 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 I'm Zimbabwe. Oh, and then the conversation started. And we built a friendship. I helped her find somebody to fix her statue. End of story. And then I moved to South Africa in 2008. And she's one of the people I connect with and she's casting for a play. Um, we workshopped it and I was in the place, she gave me my first job in South Africa Mm. Um, and so we worked well together and so she then has worked with um, uh, Rodolfo who is the gentleman that's directing, amazing amazing director from Brazil he's a genius Um, who started talking to her and asking her to gather a team of people that she knows on the continent um, or in the surrounding countries and my name came up and so she called me quite hesitantly because she <laughs> she didn't know how to sell a play on zoom to me because <laughs> but I mean you know when you hear zoom and you hear a play like oh god this is gonna be painful um so she tried to explain it as best as she could and she said come have a look and see if you if you like it and, you know just see if it's something for you. And I said I, I like the thought of it. I like something different and I'm I'm always excited to get thrown in the deep end. I do that when I when I when I get a character, I learn a new language. I I learned this cosa uh, on the set of Macorocosa by the way.
1: There we go. <laughs>
0: um but uh, but it's like I get pushed and I learn something new and that's that, that's the joy of acting, right? You learn things as you go to better yourself. And um, so I thought, I'm going to try it. If I don't like it, I'll be honest. We started our read through and it wasn't really like a, a traditional read through, as you know, because we weren't handed any actual scripts. So we, mm. uh, we pretty much uh, worked with a, a, a bit of text that's there, that's written from the previous, for the previous version. We are the second um, group to perform this play. It was first performed uh, by Brazilian uh, crew, I mean, cast and crew. So it's been done before it was a success. People were crying, people were laughing, laughing and crying in Brazil, in Portuguese. And so now we've got the English and, uh, you know, the I, I, English I'm just version. I'm trying to figure
1: out something that you said, people are laughing and crying in Portuguese. I was like, uh, <laughs> Respira
0: fundo, respira fundo. Oh, there you go. I carry on. <laughs> um, so um, I I I go through that process. So first of all, I'm astounded that I don't have a script in my hand. How am I going to perform this thing? And so I pretty much sit there and I'm skeptical the first five minutes, and they start to bring out the characters and I'm just, I'm just sitting there with my mouth gaping open. Like I didn't know these things were possible. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you could work with a tiny little camera and a tiny little cell phone screen or laptop screen and produce such beautiful quality work. Mm -hmm. And so I was sold. Um, I got the text, I think three days into rehearsals that I, that I actually speak and the rest of it We work with improv, uh, as well as the text that's been translated from the the Brazilian Portuguese. So now, let's talk about the world that it's set in, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? So, it's set in a world where you recognize it, you recognize that we are on planet Earth, but there's something so weird about this place. Uh, the lighting is, is, is very awkward because a lot of things, because people are dying of COVID-19 and governments are taking over and it's now every man for himself. There's a lot going on with lighting, there's a lot going on with dictatorship. there's a lot going on with rationing of food, there's a lot going on, um, you know. So everything is specific to the area that it's in and what unites us is this bug that's brought us all, you know, together. Um it's 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 a it's a, it's a different world. And I think it's gonna resonate with a lot of people. Uh what unites those people is, is a virus as well as the fear. They're driven by the fear, the fear of what might happen. So they're terrified of of living because of what might happen. So I don't want to give away too much, but that's kind of so if you if you if you imagine yourself sitting at home and it's and lockdown hasn't ended, and it's more than ten years. What's going on there? You know, what kind of world is that? So that's that. kind of where we are, and that's where our mindsets are when we when we get into
1: this work. Well, I can tell you that I can I can I I can hardly imagine five days from now. Except for the certainty. <laughs> all I know how certain is that I'm, I'll still be on curfews. <laughs> so, so, that's all I know. Yeah, there's that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my my character my character actually is quite close to, 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 to what I experienced in two thousand eight in Zimbabwe. Well, so I was gonna uh, say, did you draw so any
1: inspiration from Zimbabwe? That's going to be my next question.
0: I I did. And it's it's funny because nobody knew me except for Napo in that in that whole setup. So when when Rodolfo, the director, uh, assigned me a character, he didn't know anything about me. But this character, I swear, uh, could easily be in Zimbabwe uh 2008, those violent uh, elections that happened, pre-elections that happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's that kind of environment for him. And add, you know, the compounding effect of COVID and the fear that he already has and you've got um, all this other stuff happening around him. So he's kind of, he's kind of like in this tight, tough world, man.
1: Cool. So, So, um,
0: it's, 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 it's been hard. It's been hard revisiting those because I lived it. It's, it's, it's been hard revisiting those emotions. Um, and I remember I did a one-on-one with the director. So part of the process is he, um, has a one-on-one with you and he directs you and he works with your lighting. So, um, that that came up, and I said to him, "This is too close to home, because uh, if you know, I mean, you you've acted before. As an actor, yeah. it's not advised to work um, with real things that you've experienced,
1: Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Because that's that's not that's that's that that creates trauma. But um, the good thing about this is, um, as much as it's close to what happened in Zimbabwe, it's also far removed, because I know I'm in a different world." On the planet altogether, so I draw myself, um, you know, from certain certain redemptive qualities of what I can bring out of that situation, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah.
0: And bring it into this character without actually affecting my person, uh, because the technique that I use when I when I work um, doesn't allow me to be in my own head. I'm mm-hmm. reacting all the time, so that's the kind of technique I work with so i don't actually go into my head because once you get into your head you're in trouble
1: <laughs> uh i could go on, on and on, on and talk about this uh <laughs> until the cows come home but uh i, I do want to say I, I mean your relationship with zimbabwe comes up quite uh what i was going to ask here is is that you, you 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 dutifully represent zimbabwe in this series and of course the background of it is that you meeting in what comes from when stat- it wasn't cool to break statues back then now it's a cool thing Uh, But uh, even though, you know, your relationship with Zimbabwe is sometimes awkward, that isn't necessarily kind to you, what makes you continue Mm. saying that, no, I want Zimbabwe to be on the map? Because uh, some of the things you've gone through, uh, for some people, it'd be easy for them to say, okay, just cast me as somebody from South Africa.
0: I'm just going to be a South African.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: You know... The one thing is we don't choose where we're born. I often I often find myself thinking that um, I was that 16-year-old kid who didn't have a lot of hope. I was on stage by the time I was 16 and working and never thought I'd be working with international directors or meeting people in this kind of work. I never thought anything would go beyond Willawio Theatre or Amakosi Theatre which, you know, are the two Charlotte places that happen. really nurtured my talent. Um, I often find myself thinking there's another Frank back there. He might not necessarily be gay, yeah. which I was and still am, <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of things, there's a lot of threads that come with being in, in, in that environment where... Um, you're told a lot of lies, and you end up believing them. I grew up. I grew up um, believing that I was less than a heterosexual person, or that um, you know, Gukurahundi deserved to happen. People actually believed that sort of stuff, and that people who were killed deserved to be killed, and you know all that. So you've got all these things that you grow up as a child. Experiencing and feeling and internalizing and feeling, oh, I'm not worthy of anything good coming out um, for me. And uh, every time I saw, you know, um, that there was a night Gurira out there, every time I saw that there was, a, you know, a Lutuli out there, every time that I saw that there was a Benuma Mabena out there, all these names that would come up, I'd, I'd perk up and go, wow, it's possible to break out and be another person, I mean, and be another person that's counted with the rest of the world. Because a lot of times, I can tell you, a lot of people don't have hope when you when you come from a place that's put down. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I stand up first and foremost for, for kids and, you know, young people and men and women that are from the LGBT community. That's really important for me because um, for the most part, they don't feel like they exist. The constitution doesn't acknowledge them. The constitution doesn't, uh, uh you know, it doesn't champion their rights, first of all. So I stand up as a Zimbabwean, and as a gay Zimbabwean that's achieving things that a lot of people think are unachievable. And with that, I don't only represent people from the LGBT community. I also represent any Zimbabwean that sees me um, worthy to look at as a person that's that's achieving something and holding the flag high. Because after everything, when you strip everything, the colors of the rainbow that I wear, um, I'm still human and I'm still Zimbabwean, and I'm still representing people that are marginalized in a lot of ways, especially right now in the world that we live in. So that's why it's important for me to stand up and be counted as a Zimbabwean.
1: Uh, yeah, well, Frank, I certainly acknowledge <laughs> you as a Zimbabwean and as, and as a personal friend. Uh, but th- as a final question, when, do, when is this uh, presentation of this play taking place and how do people catch it? So my interview with Frank, I cut off unfortunately, So, but he left us with nuggets as to how you can get tickets. So this is what he had to say.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Larry. I had a great time talking with you. I wanted to just uh, let people know the easiest way to get tickets is to just go onto Facebook um, and look for my page, uh, Frank Malaba. So that's F-R-A-N-K space Malaba and it's a fan page basically and i'm going to have the link up there um with the poster of the show um the poster is called the art of facing fear and underneath it will be a link it's quite a long link so uh, to say it would be a bit laborious so uh, it might be easier to just uh, go onto frank malaba on facebook the page and um Just find the poster, it's a beautiful poster, uh, reddish in color, that says the art of facing fear. And beneath it is a link. You click that link and you can get yourself uh, free tickets to watch the show. And you have the option to donate any amount that you would like to put towards this project. Because it's the first project of its kind and it would be great to have some support from your listeners and for um, a lot of people to come and see how new theater works in this new world. I'm very excited uh, and I think it's gonna go far. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great one. Take care.
1: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19.
0: Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast.
1: Yes, that's Zimbabwean actor Frank Malaba, based out in Cape Town. Uh, make sure you do check out uh, that particular production. My name is Larry Quiridirei. And of course, uh, make sure that you catch I- on Iona FM. All the stuff that's happening with Three Mob Radio on Twitter at Three Men on a Boat, on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash Three Men on a Boat, on Instagram, Three Mob.com. And just look for Three Mob.com on YouTube to see what we're up to there. Ladder Quitted, I am out. This is a Three Mob Radio production. www.3mob.com.